Welcome to Presence and Purpose, a show all about helping you build an authentic online presence and live out your God-given purpose. I want you to be seen and heard by the people who need your message and services most, but I know that seems easier said than done because there's a lot of noise online. I'm your host, Natalie Arndt. I built my brand strategy and design business back in the beginning of 2018 and learned through trial and error that being yourself is not a cheesy cliche, but actually the key to building a strong, profitable online brand. Now I help Christian women with coaching or service-based businesses do the same. I'm here to help you attract the right clients in a way that feels natural to you with tangible tips, behind-the-scenes stories, and lessons learned on all things branding, finding your people, sharing your message, and so much more. So today we are talking about something really important that we all need to be super clear on in our business. And this is actually part of a Brand Clarity Week mini series that I am doing over in the Presence and Purpose Facebook group. So you will hear me kind of interacting a little bit with ladies um, responding to comments. But if you're not in the group already, I would encourage you to hop on in there and get plugged in. So let's jump in. Let's talk about positioning your service as a must-have instead of something that's like nice to have. Um, Because the reality is that as we are in this pandemic situation and, um, you know, people are talking about recessions and as like entrepreneurs, small business owners, things affect us a little bit differently, but I'm sure I can speak for the collective, all of us, and say that it it kind of puts people on edge and it it kind of puts this question in our mind of like, should I keep selling? Is what I'm doing still relevant? Like, do I need to change things up? Am I going to have a hard time selling my services? And it just kind of puts that question in our in our mind. And I know I've I've seen a lot of discussion about this just kind of in the circles that I'm in, which I love. Um, I love that it's being talked about um, and brought out into the open. And so I thought it was important that I also um, talk about this because it's something that, um, like I said, you know, the questions come in my mind too. So, you know, embracing change is, is something that, let me know in the comments how you embrace change. I often resist it. I know even just with this whole situation, I kind of resisted um resisted accepting this like it's a change in you know our daily schedules it's a change in um you know just kind of like the way that we live um I'm very much an introvert but I still you know I still enjoy seeing friends I still enjoy going to get breakfast with my grandma and hug her and stuff and and this is a lot of change um and then thinking about our services thinking about the possibility of having to change that is kind of a lot. Um, And I'm not saying you have to change what you're doing at all. Um, I'm just saying that that's a possibility, right? The the way that we um, do things might have to change, but more specifically, right, keeping um, our services relevant, keeping them as something that is very much still an essential or a must-have, really comes down to this. It is staying really, really, really focused on what the actual problem is that our people are experiencing right now. 
right? I feel like that's what it comes down to looking at, you know, it's always important to be clear on the problem that you solve, um, which is kind of what I shared in take one of this message, um, which is, is still very much true. But I feel like the, um, you know, bringing it into this current moment of how it's relevant right now is not only do we need to be clear on the problem that we solve, we need to get honest and look at um, has that problem shifted at all? Is there, do we need to talk about it differently or, um, you know, whatever that is. So I would love to hear from you ladies, whether you're jumping on live or if you are catching the replay, I would love to hear, first of all, um, how clear on a scale of maybe one to five, um, one being not so clear, I don't really know what the specific problem is that I solve. Um, five being like, I feel super clear on this. Um, I would love to hear what that is for you. Um, and this is just in general, right? So to give you an example, I, for a lot of my business journey, didn't feel super clear on this. I knew that I did brand design. I could explain to people um, that I did branding and graphic design and, you know, I walked them through strategy and I helped them create their visuals and their logo. Like, I would kind of go through that whole spiel, which is what I do. Um, but I felt like I wasn't super confident in saying like, this is the actual problem that I'm solving with my services. And it didn't feel good when I was in that place of not being clear on it because it made me feel like, like what I did wasn't super important or valuable or relevant, um, which obviously if you're feeling like that, it's going to be hard to sell. Anyways, I, I say that to say that I've done a lot of work on that recently and, um, you know, giving you an example, like I said, that's, that's where I was at before. Um, now I know kind of the, the big overarching problem that I solve is I'm helping the women that I work with attract the right clients. Um, there's other problems too. It's not like, you know, the women that I work with only have one problem or that your ideal clients only have one problem. Um, but it's helpful to get clear on kind of like the number one common um, common problem that they're facing because there's other things that like, like I said, I help women um, attract the right clients. I help them charge more, right? Because they are boosting their credibility. They are boosting their perceived value. And so when they look like business owners who know what they're doing, who really have their act together, they're showing up, they're providing high value content, plus they have this visual identity that really backs it up and does a lot of the heavy lifting. Like that, um, you know, it's just like going to a fancy hotel. Like if you're gonna pay a lot for a hotel, you better expect to have a really awesome experience and really cool pool and, you know, nice robes and all, all that, co that comes with it. Like you expect the actual value. Um, but it also looks beautiful and all of that, you know, is up to par. Um, Valerie says, I know, but articulating and focusing on that rather than the root issue is hard for me. Yes. And I feel like that's where when you're so close to your business um, and you know the root issue, right? You know what the actual problem is, not what they say the problem is. Um it can be it can be hard to separate that because you're like I know what I know what your actual problem is like um, and you know actually Valerie Valerie I'm sorry 
Would you let me know, like, what is the root issue? I would love to hear that and maybe help you kind of process through that. But, you know, when, like I said, when we are so close to our businesses and we know, um, I'm trying to think of like a nutrition example or something, you know, you know that um, they really need to be eating a more whole foods diet. They need to eat real food, yet they are concerned about just exercise and think that they can eat crappy foods and exercise a bunch and lose weight. You know, something like that where it's like, you as the professional, you as the expert, you know, actually, that's not your problem. But there's a part of it that comes in where you need to know um, what your clients, what your people are saying their problem is. And there is definitely an educated guess part of this. Um, there's also a market research part of it, too. Um, typically, it's rejection and abandonment for women who don't know their identity and have these mindset issues and behaviors that keep them stuck. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, with that rejection, abandonment, like the, the root, the worthiness, the identity issues, like that's deep stuff. And that's definitely not, you know, that that's not like the surface level problems that people are going to lead with. And so that's definitely, that's a perfect example, Valerie, of where, you know, you're seeing like, I know these are the root issues, like they have these these issues um, that are just kind of woven in what they perceive as their identity um, because they face this rejection and abandonment. And those are the issues that we need to get at. Like, that's the problem. But there is, I'm sure, some level of awareness that they have of that. But it's still kind of like you said, it's like the way that you talk about it and the way that they talk about it is different. So it's, you know, getting getting that language down. And like I said, taking an educated guess um, to start with and trying to almost take a step back from your business um, because we're so close to our business and be like, okay, what do I think, you know, if I'm not the expert here, um, or maybe if you've personally, if you've kind of been on the journey of your ideal client, right? Like if you're a couple steps ahead of her, taking yourself back to when you were in that place, um, that's a great way to take an educated guess. There is also obviously doing market research and asking them. So yeah, so, you know, the first thing that is always in someone's mind when they are hearing about what you do or they are coming to your social media page People are always wanting to know, how can you help me? And like, like I'm saying right now, like this is, this is just even more relevant. And so, you know, I had asked you ladies to share kind of how clear you feel on this problem that you solve in general. I would love to hear from you. Do you feel like the problem that they are facing has shifted because of the current situation? So. This is just me being curious because I know, like I said, that this is something that I've seen a lot of questions around. Um, you know, how do we show up? And maybe I'll do a live or a podcast episode at some point, specifically just on, you know, showing up um, in this situation. But yeah, like, do you feel like there is, has been a shift? Um, is that something that you've been thinking about? Like, is this problem, is this something that's still relevant? I would love to hear from you ladies because I know you know, having an online business is such a blessing to begin with. And I, I definitely feel blessed to have an online business. 
I also definitely feel blessed, you know, specifically doing what I do, like building your brand, visual branding, that's very much still relevant. And I know that, you know, I'm in, I'm in different memberships and, you know, ways of getting support. And I know other people who, you know, they are doing like wedding florals and stuff like that, where they're very much impacted, where it's, it's a total 360 of like, this is normally the problem that I solve. I help people do flower arrangements for their weddings and now their weddings are canceled and they don't have this problem. And, you know, they're, they're totally having to um, get creative on the fly. All right. So I want to give you guys some action steps to help you whether or not um, the problem that you normally solve has shifted. Um, I want to give you guys some action steps. So number one, I want you to, if you feel like you didn't give yourself a five, like if you feel like you still need to get some clarity on um, this kind of main problem that you're solving for your people, market research, market research, (laughs) market research, ask people. If you have worked with clients, those would probably be the best place to start. I have done that even recently. I reached out to several of my past clients um, and asked them, like, what was the motivator? Like when you reached out to me before we did your branding, what, like, was there a core motivation? Did you have a moment that, that you knew something needed to change or was there something that you were seeking as a result of that? Like, was it um, a conscious, you know, I want to attract more serious clients who are really like ready to invest, you know, wanting serious results and not, not making excuses. You know, I hear, I hear a lot of that from clients of mine. And so just, just getting clear on whatever it is, whether it was like a specific trigger or if it was just kind of confidence or whatever it is, um, that can be really great. Another thing that I did recently, I've done it many times, but recently it was especially helpful. If you feel like you are taking an educated guess in terms of like maybe you have not worked with tons of clients yet, you haven't maybe worked with any clients yet, or they just haven't been, they haven't been perfect fit clients. So you feel like if you reach out to them, um, the answers that you get aren't necessarily helpful because you're just, you know, you're, you're trying to um, work with you know, someone who's really, truly a perfect fit for you, which that's what we're talking about tomorrow. But a great solution for that is, like I said, taking an educated guess, maybe picking the top three things that you think might be um, kind of like that core problem that you solved and putting a post out there and saying, you know, when it comes to fill in the blank, the the thing that you do, whether it's... Um, marketing or life coaching, what is it that you really want? And then giving them an option of A, B, or C. I did this recently and it really helped me um, because it, it, you know, I had reached out to past clients and then I put that post out too. And it helped me see that it really is like, um, if I had to pick one problem um, that I'm helping my ladies with, it's the ideal clients, right? It's those perfect clients. And there's lots of other problems, like I mentioned, that kind of fall under it. But the the thing that most of them have in common is that, that I'm helping them attract that right client. And then there's little variations in there, depending on who they are. So those would be two of my suggestions for you. And then also just, you know, with taking an educated guess, I always encourage you to look at the benefit of the benefit. 
And so, um, you know, whether you're a journaler and you like to kind of write this stuff out or open up a new Google Doc and kind of write out, like, why does what I do matter? Answer that question and then ask yourself, why does that matter? And, you know, just keep going deeper so that you kind of get to, like, you know, whatever you say the benefit is. Uh, so say I was trying to figure out, you know, my problem, the, the, my problem, I have problems, um, figure out the problem that I solve. Um, and I was saying, okay, so I'm helping women create their branding so they can feel confident. Then I would ask myself, okay, so why would that matter? Like, why would them feeling confident because of their branding matter? And so I would say, all right, um, if they feel confident, then it allows them to show up more powerfully and consistently, or, you know, it, it just kind of getting deeper. And then eventually you get to like the, the stuff that really, really matters that really um, kicks them into action, you know, in terms of like attracting the right clients, charging more, you know, getting clear on what their identity is, right? Like for Valerie's clients. So those, those are my suggestions for you ladies. Thank you so much for listening. If you've loved this episode, head on over to iTunes and leave a review. It means the world to me, but more importantly, it helps more women find and benefit from this show. And if you're not already plugged into the Presence and Purpose Facebook group, come join us. I want you to get plugged into the community and get the support you need because we're not meant to do this whole business thing alone. Until next time.